Chapter Three of the Little House in the Fairwood. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Little House in the Fairwood by Ethel Cook Elliot. Chapter Three Firelight. When supper was done, the three put away the supper things, carried the table back to its place in the corner, and set the candles in their brackets about the walls. Then almost at once, the mother said it was bath time and bedtime. Bath time? Bats had been rare in Eric's life, and when they did happen, they were unhappy adventures. Cold water in a hand basin in the kitchen sink, a scratchy sponge, and a towel too small. So if Miss Freg had said bad time and bedtime to him now, he might have run away. But if ever his mother said it, it must be. She was his mother, too, now, and he loved her and thought her beautifully strange. A surprise was waiting for him. The bath was a deep basin set in the wall. There was a fountain in it that one had only to turn on to have the basin filled with clear water. Eric slipped out of his ragged shirt and trousers and climbed up into it. The fountain came splashing down on his dusty, shaggy head, falling in the rivulets down his back and breast. He was like a bird taking a bath. There was such happy splashing and dipping. But no bird had ever the gentle soft drying or was wrapped in such a warm nightgown as the mother found for Eric. It was one of Everett's nightgowns but quite large enough. Then she tucked him into a narrow couch far from the fire. It was the first time Eric could ever remember having slept alone. Everett was already in a bed against the opposite wall, but the mother got into hers, which was open and ready for her. She blew out all the candles and opened the door and windows. Good night, my lamps, she said and a very few minutes afterwards Eric could see by the firelight that his mother and playmate were asleep. How cold the wind felt as it blew over his face, but how warm and snug his body was there in the soft, clean nightgown between the light, warm blankets. How fine to be there, so warm in bed, while his cheeks grew red in the cold air and burned deliciously. How could he ever sleep? He was too happy. He looked at the fire, and then he looked harder. It was not a fire at all, but a young girl, all bright and golden, sitting with her head drowsily bent forward on her knees and her arms wrapped closed about her legs. But as he watched, she slowly lifted her bright head and looked quietly about the room. Then she gradually and beautifully rose and stepped out of the fireplace onto the floor. Slowly she moved across to the mother's couch and stood still as though looking down at her. Slowly she bent and drew the bedclothes higher about her shoulders and kissed the flower petal hair curled back on the pillow. She moved then to Everest's couch, still slowly and very beautifully, and Eric could see her smile at the little one huddled there, half on her face, one arm thrown up over her head. Gently the fire girl rolled her into a relaxed position on her side, tucked in the flung arm and kissed the closed eyelids. 
Then she stood a minute, looking away. Eric did not know where, but his heart began to ache with wonder and longing. Would she come to him too, or was he only a stranger? He lay still, watching her from his dark corner. At last she stopped looking away, and came across the floor to him. She brought all the brightness of the room with her, and her feet made no sound on the boards. When she stood about him, he shut his eyes, though he wanted very much to look up into her face. She bent down, and her hand smoothed his covers, warmed his pillow, and lay still for a minute like sunlight on his cheek. When he opened his eyes again, she had gone back to the fireplace, all the brightness with her, and was resting there, a drowsy golden girl, her head bent forward on her knees, and her slim arms wrapped close about her legs. Eric lay and watched her for many sleepy minutes, while her light fell dimmer and dimmer, lower and lower. When it was just a tiny flicker, he dropped to sleep. End of chapter 3